0: You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Weinbaum. Oh, hello. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please uh, feel free to Click the little subscribe button if you're on Periscope. Feel free to hop in and help me pick some fights. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you know, I love you all. Anywho, we are here to pick fights for UFC Milwaukee. I have dubbed this uh, Foreclosure because this is the last fight card. And as you all know, I am an unbiased fan of Raging Out Iaquinta for various reasons. Uh, This place takes place December... Uh, this weekend, uh, what is the date this weekend? I am having a brain fart here. Anyway, this Saturday, December 15th, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, and where is it? What is this called? It's called the Fiserv Forum. So Milwaukee, uh, Shamil, Shamazel. All right, cool. And if you get that reference, you're my new best friend. Anywho, we have some fights I got to pick here. Um, first up, we got Jared Flash Gordon, Joaquin Silva. All right, Jared Flash Gordon, friend of the podcast, overcame some drug addiction. Let, let's let's go over his last few fights here. All right, uh, tough loss, Carlos Diego Fierro, uh, back in February. Before that, he's got wins over Harkin Diaz, Michael Quinos, Bill Agio, he is a Dana White, uh, Contender Series alum. we um, got Joe Queen. I, I want to say Joe Queen Phoenix, but it's Joe Queen Silva. Lost to Vince Vichel way back in January last year. Uh, he's got wins over Rizzo Medalli. Andrew Holbrook. Ooh, man, this is a tough one. This is 155 pounds. Everyone in this weight division is a killer, but... I'm going to go a little emotional here, not just because he's a friend of the podcast, but I got to say this, you know, just having family members that have gone through overcoming drug addiction, that just takes a special kind of emotion right there, a special kind of grit for every day, having to face that temptation to go back. And uh, if you listen back on the ASW podcast, where I had Jared Gordon, you can go to dot com. you can look that right up, I believe it was the last podcast I did, uh, on that particular podcast he talks about how he used his drug addiction to, you know, basically he just overcame that to become a professional athlete, to change his discipline to change everything about himself um and I, I think I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb I'm going to say this gives him the edge, this is going to give him the edge in this fight, and, and I say that uh, I see Jared Flash Gordon wins this fight and uh I hope it's in an impressive uh, fashion because I want to see him become a contender. I want to see him become a contender in this uh, in this weight class. You know, it's already full of killers. Uh, Here we have Jim Miller against Charles Oliveira. Now, Jim Miller, man, to call him a journeyman, it's, it's, it's it's not doing him justice. I mean, this guy has been around forever. I mean, golly, he's been fighting in the UFC since 2008. That's 10 years, 10 plus years. Uh, his last fight I picked against him and he ended up just creaming Alex White with a rear naked choke in round one. Before that, he loses Dan Hooker, who's also on this car. Before that, he loses Francisco Trinaldo. For that, he loses Anthony Pettis. For that, he loses Dustin Poirier. So, the last one before that was when uh, Tiagov his badly missed weight, uh, November 2016. And he was in a nice little win streak before that. He He's overcome some things. I know that. Uh, I know he has Lyme disease, and, and he's had to overcome that. Um, Very, very, very talented submission grappler. But, you know, he's on the tail end. And then you got Charles Oliveira. <clears throat> he's not my favorite fighter because... Well, he's just had a lot of weight issues at 145. Now, he's fighting 155 pounds, which I believe is his right weight class. Um, You know, let's see here. When was the last time he made 145 pounds? It's been a long time ago. Um, Yeah. Okay, so a catch weight with Miles Jury back December 2015, which he won. He loses to Anthony Pettis. And that was also, uh, I think that was the only time I think Pettis made 145 pounds. He loses to Ricardo Lamas, which had to be a catchweight back in November 2016. He had a nasty win against uh, Will Brooks, I remember that, back in April 2017. Lost to Paul Felder uh, December last year. But he's on a two-fight win streak, Clay Guida and Christos Jagos. So, Wow. <coughs> I picked against Jim Miller last time. I regretted that. Um, man, this is tough. This is a real tough one. Um, I'm going with... I, you know, I think this is the test for Olivera. Is he, is he going to be a contender at 155 pounds? Because, you know, Jim Miller Jim Miller can keep up the best of them. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to go I'm going with Jim Miller, man. I, you know, I'm not I'm not hundred percent confident in that decision, but for sure I'm going for Jim Miller. Um yeah. Jim Miller. How about that? I think he's gonna do it. Let's do it for the old guys, Jim. Uh next up, uh, Rob Font versus Sergio Pettis. All right, Rob Font's last fight was a loss to Rafael Asanzo. Rafael Asanzo, rather, uh July of this year. Before that, he has wins over Thomas Almeida, uh, Almeida, Almeida, sorry, Pedro Munoz. He loses to October last year and a bunch of wins. Yeah, he's got a couple of wins before that. And then we're going back a little bit here. Now, Sergio Pettis. This is a curious case. <coughs> Are the flyweights on the way out? I don't know. So very smartly, he is fighting at 135 pounds. After just fighting flyweight, Excuse me, in October. So, interesting. But here's the crazy thing. Sergio has a win over Joseph Van Abis. Uh He lost to Henry you Cedudo. Know, he, he was out grappled. And before that, he's got some wins over Reno, Reno John Moraga. Man. But it's a little baffling to me that he's 135 pounds. Because I think, I want to say the last time he was 135 pounds. We're going way back here. I believe, <coughs> Excuse me. It was Alex Caceres, and he lost in the third rear naked choke. Yeah. And uh, for those of you that don't know who Alex Caceres is, he is. Excuse me. He is the uh, nicknamed Bruce Leroy. And if you've ever seen The Last Dragon, which uh, happens to be the first movie I've ever owned digitally, yes. Uh, that's dating me a little back here, and it was it was back when Amazon first started offering the service. Anyway, off subject. Rob Font, Sergio Pettis. I think Rob's too big, too strong. Um, it's going to be a little bit what we saw: Yana Jorgic and uh, Valentina Shashenko. It's just t- going to be a little too much for him. I hope in the end somehow the flyweights end up staying, but you know Sergio's making the move. He's going 135. He he may see the writing on the wall. So. I'm not sure how Rob Font's going to finish, but Font's going to be bold. All right. Cheap joke there. I got Rob Font. All right. Edson Barbosa, Dan, the Hangman Hooker. Wow. This is a fight I'm excited about here. Um, Edson Barbosa, he, of course, last famously fought uh, Kevin Lee. He... Everyone just keeps showing that same highlight over and over again, where he kicks Kevin Lee and Kevin Lee gets wobbly and he takes him down. Um, i had to take a drink there. Sorry, ah, man. That was just one moment in that fight. Okay, Kevin Lee was winning that fight just about the whole time, and uh, his last fight before that could be uh, could be Menoff a decision. For that, he's got wins over Benny, uh, Benil DeRouge, Gilbert Melendez, Anthony Pettis, and a loss to Tony Ferguson way back in 2015. Now, Dan the Hangman Hooker. Lots of green, lots of wins. Hasn't lost since Jason Knight, November 2016. Over two years ago, has wins over Ross Pearson, Mark, uh, I'm sorry, Jim Miller, Gilbert Burns. Ah, uh, woo! This is tough because if if you look at Edson Barbosa, he's he's beaten some more top name types, but he's also had his loss to Michael Johnson, uh, who who's now fighting 145 pounds. This is definitely a fight I would not bet on. Not in a million years. This is, this looks. Yeah, on paper, this looks difficult. I mean, man, you want to look at, you know, Dan Hooker's wins, and not not as impressive as some of Edson's. I, I'm going to pick Edson Barboza. Everyone else is picking Dan Hooker. I think Edson for the upset. Now, the main event of the evening. Al Quinta, Long Island sweetheart, and the world's most dangerous real estate agent versus Kevin Motown phenom. Lee, Hmm Man, I just watched uh, I'm not known for doing my (laughs) Excuse me, not known for doing my research But I just watched their first fight again First fight, first round rather Al clearly won Um You know, Kevin went for that takedown Al locked in that nasty heel hook Um And it was just kind of a grappling thing from there Second round was uh Al over committing to a right. Kevin Lee getting him down. Um it was a beautifully timed takedown. And there he was fighting for the uh, rear naked choke which where where Al had the uh great defense, you know. Anyone anyone else at any time could have tapped. Probably Conor McGregor would have tapped, right? Who knows. Um but then it was curious that third round. Going into that third round, Kevin, you know, who at the time was 21, this is a this fight was over four years ago. At the time, he was twenty one. He he was he was in that corner. He was like, and he was talking to his corners like, "This guy's good." And it was almost like he was broken after winning a round, and it was a little bit strange. And the and the third round, I thought was super close. out won, obviously, <clears throat> but you know, this just goes to how much have these guys improved in four years. Now, Kevin Lee, um, I think I think he wants some fights with his mouth. Uh, or got some fights rather with his mouth but <coughs> nasty win over Edson Barbosa with the doc- doctor stoppage round 5 that was back in April for that he loses to Tony Ferguson he has staff um <coughs> excuse me Michael Chiesa he wins uh Francisco Ronaldo a win Bogdanoff festival a win Jake Matthews a win Efren Escobar he lost a weird one to Leonardo Santos back in you know, this is three years ago now. Um and and you know, so really he's besides Leonardo, I who who I haven't heard of since, you know, he's lost some really good guys. And how much has he grown? But more importantly than that, how is the weight cut? How's the weight cut affected him? Um because he Almost didn't make weight for his interim title match with Tony Ferguson. And he did not make weight against Edson Barbosa. Now, he says he has a nutri- nutrition coach. Uh, same guy that got Cormier down to uh, 205, which I, I guess it would have to be Daniel Leith or It would have to be the George Larkhart group. He um, got Al. You know, Al's been a, a bit more inactive than I would like to see. You know, he's had some injuries and whatnot, but the guy always trains. Now I'm, I'm not going to say we're best friends or anything, but but <clears throat> just from the news outlets and, and you know his Instagrams and whatnot, the guy trains a lot, and <clears throat> you don't see a lot out of Kevin Lee, you know, on social media. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but but Al trains. Al's getting better. If Al can't run. Al swims. Uh, he does, but he's doing some out of the box shit. Everyone made fun of uh, Conor McGregor back in the day when he had a movement coach. Well, now you have Raging Ally Quinto who goes to the sports science lab. You know, he does a lot of hand eye stuff that. Nobody does. Um, and he's got, he's trained with one of the best teams on the planet, you know, Sarah Longo. Uh, so, you know, how how is he going to be? And let's not forget, he went five against Khabib Nurmagomedov. Now, so did Edson Barbosa. But here's the thing. He did this fight on short notice. Now, he was fighting that night already against, but he was fighting against a striker. And it was only three rounds. So it took Big, big difference. Khabib's strategy is always the same. Take you down pound you out. But, you know, this is because he can do it. He's the best at it. You know when Al stuffed some takedowns, uh, Al looked good. He had some moments, uh, and he got tired. Kevin Lee, last Al Iquinta fight, got tired. Kevin Lee in the Ferguson fight got tired. You can blame that on staff or whatever. But I think he's probably going to push a little more than... uh, Edson Barbosa did. You know, Al's got that forward pressure. Al, you know, it's hard to put Al away. Man. But let's let's look at this. So Al Al loses against Khabib. He wins uh, against Diego Sanchez, Orchee Malzabal, you know, the, the famous uh, Bumi FU speech. And he wins against Joe Azan, Ross Pearson, Raul Gurudan. Loses to Mitch Clark. You know, that was kind of a heartbreaker. Um, mean, you know, all all these fights don't matter before that. You know, they're years ago. And then, yeah, you know, listen. You may think I'm betting with emotion. Not betting. Picking? Not betting. Picking with emotion? But maybe I am. But I think I, Quinta has this, man. I think he, the guy is underrated. The guy is totally underrated. I mean, his he's... It's, it's like when Max Holloway all of a sudden was the underdog against uh, Ortega. Uh, you know, they confuse his inactiveness for deterioration of skill, which was not the case. You know, he just happened to have some unfortunate circumstances where, where he couldn't fight. So I think I Quinta, not to be too specific, I think he's going to take Kevin Lee down and make him say escrow. He's going to tap him out. He's going to sell him a house and he's going to send him back to an apartment. That's what I think is going to happen. So, those are my picks for UFC Milwaukee. And that's all I got today, man. Sorry for the shorter podcast, but hey, you know where to find me. AaronSaysWhat.com. And thank you again for listening. And until next time, Shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Well, Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app will let you record from your smartphone or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple shows at no extra charge. Got a YouTube channel? Spreaker's got you covered. You can effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcast to Spreaker without losing any of your iTunes subscribers. Try any podcast Plan 30 days for free using promo code ASW.